You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there, you're joining me for episode 168 of the Blended Family Podcast. I've mentioned to you that I'm a bit overloaded right now because I'm training for a new career change, and this involves some special licensing. So I've been trying to study on top of everything else that's on my plate. Also, I've been doing some other training as well besides studying for my exam. I've debated on putting the podcast on hold for a month, but that really isn't something I want to do unless I absolutely have to. So for the time being, I'm just going to see how things go. I'm going to try to put out a show every week, even if some of those shows are a bit shorter than I'd like them to be. There's a possibility that I may even repeat a show or two from the archives rather than just skipping entirely, but I'm not sure how crazy things might get over the next month or two. So if you find no show on a Monday morning, please accept my apologies. This is not going to be a permanent thing, I promise you. Actually, if all goes well like I hope, eventually I'll have more time and energy to dedicate to this podcast. It's just going to take me some time, so I thank all of you for being patient with me. This is just such a huge career change at my age, and it's both scary and exciting. Most likely during this transition, I'll keep the announcements short so we don't waste time that we don't have. I do want to mention, though, today that no one participated in the contest that I was running for that new intro for the show. And unfortunately, right now, I just don't have the time to do it. So that will probably have to go on hold for another month or two. I've been feeling so bad about all of this, about not being able to provide for you what I want to. been feeling so guilty. And it's not just you either. My family is also taking a hit. They're having to deal with me being less available, no time for me to cook or relax with them. And it's funny, today's topic, which is letting go of guilt, was already chosen over a month ago since I pre-plan on my shows. But how fitting is it that it aligns with what is going on in my life right now? Yet I have a feeling many of you struggle with this on a regular basis. This topic was actually prompted by one of my listeners named Alicia who wrote to me. And I'm not going to read her question because I want to protect her privacy. She had a lot of details in there and I don't really know if she'd want me to share them. But basically she's struggling with some guilt over spending more time with her stepkids than her own. As she shares custody with her ex, but she has her stepkids full time. She also feels guilty because she has difficulties feeling love for one of her stepkids She struggles with guilt over her parenting decisions in general. But doesn't this sound like many of us out there? I don't know a single parent, step or bio, who doesn't suffer from feelings of guilt. Well, I really don't know a single person. See, but you don't have to be a parent to experience guilt. But I do think that parents feel guilt the most. So what are some things that we feel guilty about as parents? Being too lenient with our kids being too strict with our kids, not spending enough time with our kids, spending too much time with our stepkids, working too much, not getting our work done, punishing our kids, not punishing our kids when we should, not cooking enough healthy dinners, spending too much time in the kitchen or on housework, giving too many chores, 
not giving enough chores. Do you see what's happening here? How we seem to feel guilt no matter what we do as parents. So now I want you to think of your own life. What do you feel guilty about today? And it doesn't have to only involve the kids. Maybe you feel guilt because you overeat or you spend too much money. So take inventory of what you're struggling with right now. What do you beat yourself up over? See, parenting issues are usually at the forefront because we don't always have the answers. These kids don't come with manuals or instructions, and we are literally just trying to figure it out as we go along. And even if you read parenting book after parenting book, it still doesn't prepare you for actual parenting. Every child is different, as well as every family, and so there are no right or wrong answers or guidelines to follow. So what happens is that we then question everything we do, and then we beat ourselves up if something goes wrong. And as if that were difficult enough in the traditional home that you might have had, now you might be faced with an entirely new set of circumstances with your blended family. So you feel guilty even more, not knowing how to navigate the new dynamics. You guys, it's hard. Parenting is hard and parenting in a blended family is harder. You are going to make mistakes while you're learning. And honestly, we're always going to make mistakes. But the funny thing about guilt is you can feel it even when you don't make a mistake. We do this to ourselves. Guilt is created in our own minds. So sure, other people can make you feel guilty, but ultimately the choice is yours. We have a choice, whether we want to feel guilt or not. So today I'll share with you some ideas and tips to help you ease out of the guilt you might be feeling. But first, let me tell you this. It is okay to feel the emotion of guilt sometimes. You're never going to eradicate it because you're a human being. Actually, people that feel guilt are often people who are better friends, parents, and lovers. And that's because guilt tends to make us look at ourselves and our actions. We judge ourselves on how we treat others and therefore feel guilty if we think we did something or said something hurtful to someone else. We think of consequences when we do things. So understanding that is helpful, right? We know where this emotion comes from and we know if we have it, we are a decent person who wants to do the right thing. Tell me, do you know of anyone who never feels guilt? That might be a person who's a narcissist, and we all know that those are very difficult people to deal with. So there's nothing wrong with feeling the guilt sometimes. It can be healthy even, but you don't wanna stay there. So here I'm gonna give you my five steps for pulling yourself out of guilt. Okay, the first step, figure out exactly what you're feeling guilty about. Now that seems easy, but sometimes what we think we're guilty about isn't actually it. So you need to identify it. Let me give you an example so you understand what I'm saying. Let's say you are feeling really guilty because you punished your child for not cleaning up after themselves. Yet this is a common punishment for your child and not at all out of the ordinary. You've never felt guilty about it before. Yet looking closer at the situation, you realize that your stepchild also doesn't clean up after themselves, but you're not the one that doles out punishment for that child. So really, what you feel guilty about is not that you had to punish your child, 
but more so that you can't punish the other child who committed the same crime. And you know that your own child may think that the step-sibling gets treated better. Now that's just an example of how guilt can be misplaced. Okay, so that is the first step. Identify exactly where this guilt is coming from. What is it? Kind of like dismantle it, take it apart a little bit. Next, step two, determine if this is healthy or unhealthy guilt. Before I was telling you that guilt can be healthy, it tells us that we might wanna take a look at something in our life. It helps us identify if we've hurt someone, which is good because we need to know that so that we can take the necessary steps to fix it. Other guilt can be very unhealthy, and that is when you're feeling guilt over something that you have absolutely no control over. Okay, so I'll give you another example. Let's say you're feeling guilty because you've gotten the flu and you've been in bed for a week. The house is upside down. The kids have been eating boxed dinners every night. No one has showered or done their homework in a week. And you feel so guilty, like the worst parent in the world. You're just consumed with guilt about it. Do you think that's healthy guilt? Of course not. You didn't want the flu. You didn't ask for the flu. You didn't want to have to be stuck in bed not getting things done. So opposite of that, an example of healthy guilt would be if you forgot that it was your stepchild's birthday. They left in the morning and you completely forgot to wish them a happy birthday. That is a normal, healthy guilt. It teaches you that you might have done something wrong. You'll set a reminder next time and likely you'll apologize later. So really think about your current situation and what you're feeling guilty about. Are you overthinking it? Does it seem logical? Is it healthy or is it unhealthy guilt? And by the way, you can practice all of the steps I'm gonna give you for both types of guilt, but you're gonna see that it's not necessary for the unhealthy type. So don't waste your time. If you find that it's unhealthy guilt, stop here right at this step. Okay, so the third step. Forgive yourself. This is a hard one for a lot of people. But beating yourself up over whatever it is that's making you feel bad is not going to help. It's going to make you feel worse. You can't go back and change what happened. Or maybe it's a situation that you can't change right now. And there's no use focusing on it. As in the case with my listener, Alicia, that I told you about, right? She can't do anything about the fact that she spends more time with her stepkids than her own bio kids. They live with her full time. So that's an example of an ongoing situation that isn't going to change right now. Think of it this way. Is or was your intention to hurt someone? So if the answer is no, then it's time to let go of the guilt. It is not going to serve you. Even if the other person does not forgive you, you still can forgive yourself. Even if you, what you did was intentional, you can still forgive yourself because hopefully you're going to learn from it by following these steps. So stop focusing on what you did wrong, forgive yourself, and let it go. Step four, apologize. If there is something or someone to apologize to. Sometimes there's not, right? Maybe you feel guilty for working too much and therefore not spending enough time with the family. That's something that I feel guilty about every day. But if you have a job that requires this amount of time, then you're feeling guilty over something that you have no control over. You really don't owe anyone an apology here, but you could if it makes you feel better. 
If you've done something that's hurt someone you care about, definitely apologize and be sincere about it. And then tell them how you might make it better moving forward. So going back to the work example, you can say, I'm so sorry that I haven't been able to spend a lot of time at home with you lately. And notice, you aren't apologizing for working since that is the thing that's out of your control. You're not going to apologize that you're working. And you're not feeling guilty about working as much as you're feeling guilty about the quality time issue. Remember step one, identifying exactly what the guilt is. So I'm so sorry that I haven't been able to spend time with you. From now on, I'm going to set aside an hour every Sunday for us to do something together. Apologizing tells someone you recognize what's going on as well as it tells them you care about them, especially when you follow it up with a plan like I just showed you. And the last step, number five, learn and grow. What can you learn from the experience of guilt that you had? This step is the most important because if done right, it will eventually help you to eliminate excess guilt. So think about all of the steps I just took you through. What can you learn from this? Every instance might be a bit different. Our struggles change from day to day, but maybe you'll learn that you're too hard on yourself. Maybe it's that you're focusing on the wrong things. Perhaps you find things you want to work on as a parent. Take time to reflect and be honest with yourself. And naturally, this process will help you grow. Each time you take yourself through these steps, you'll find that guilt will leave much quicker. You don't always get rid of it completely, but in time, with practice, it appears less, less often. So once again, those five steps are, number one, identify the issue causing the guilt. Number two, determine whether the guilt is healthy or unhealthy. Number three, forgive yourself. Number four, apologize if necessary. Number five, learn and grow from the experience. And by the way, these steps, this is not an assignment that should be taking you days. This, you can run through these steps in your mind in about five minutes. While you're sitting in a traffic light, it doesn't matter. You can run through some of these steps in your mind. I truly believe if you can make these steps part of your process, the guilt that you constantly feel should lift. But I also think it's important to know that Guilt is a normal human emotion that sometimes is essential for growth. The trouble comes when we stay stuck there in that space. So I hope that my steps will help you to free yourself from that space and get yourself into a more positive frame of mind. We can't be the parents we need to be if we're in a negative mental state, if we are abusing ourselves. Think of it this way, if it were your child who is beating themselves up over something that they feel guilty about. What would you say to them? Would you tell them how awful they are and how they should stay guilty forever? Or would you tell them that it's okay and that everyone feels this way sometimes and to let it go? Let's start giving ourselves a little break. We're all doing the best we can with what we have in front of us and I don't know why we are all so hard on ourselves, including me, I'm no different than you. So I hope that today's show was helpful for those of you who ever experienced the emotion of guilt, which is all of you, I'm guessing. Feedback, questions, or topic ideas, as always, can be sent to me, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you all have a great week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. 
Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.